Hi guys, this is Paola. And this is Katie, and this is The Blank Project. So this week we have a guest, and his name is Angel. Hello, my name is Angel, and I was told to give a, a brief description of myself. So um, I'm just, I'm an 18-year-old college student. I'm a freshman. Um, I live in El Paso currently, but um, I'm probably going to move to Austin. And um, yeah, that's about it. So before we get started, we're going to be playing your short clip of Around Your Finger by Vermilion Face. So we hope you guys enjoyed that track. The link's going to be in the description if you guys want to check out some more of it. And remember to email us for any song suggestions or topic suggestions. Our email will also be in the description of this podcast along with the song. And in honor of Halloween, we're going to be talking about the scariest subject of all, dating. So I think a good place to start would be identifying what dating and talking is and what it means to each, uh, each of us. So I feel like there's definitely a difference between dating and talking these days, especially with social media, which will be something that we kind of run into uh, a little later. But I guess in the most simple terms, dating would be for me like being officially uh, and mutually in a relationship. So as in like both of you agree that, you know, we're mutually exclusive um, and you're like a thing, I guess, like a like a unit both of you guys, which is super different from talking, which is kind of like similar because there is a relationship there, but there's no, um, I guess I would say there's no restriction. You don't have to be bounded to that person. So it can be a, it could be like a fling or a friends with benefits or even something more serious. Just like you guys actually do like each other, but you don't actually do a relationship, a serious relationship. So those are what those mean to me okay so to me dating is a more I guess committed way of a relationship and I guess I really agree with Angel's definition as well and talking is more like you don't you're not really bound to anyone you're allowed to talk to as many people as you want and I think talking is kind of getting to know someone whereas dating is where you already know the person and you're already in a relationship Um, but what about you Katie So I guess my definition of dating would be, like you guys said, kind of a more official thing. I feel like I feel like when you're dating someone, it's they asked you officially to be their girlfriend or boyfriend. Like they physically said the words like be my boo or whatever the fuck. But I feel like talking is more like you're getting to know the person. And yeah, I guess that's what it is. But I mean, some people think that. When you're talking to someone, you should already be loyal to that person. Do you guys agree with that? I personally don't agree with that, which can sound really like, um, like I guess, messed up in a way to some people. But I feel like when you're talking to someone, you're just getting to know different people and uh, in a way that you might want to pursue a romantic relationship with them. But I think talking to someone can lead to friendships, possibly. And that's why I think that 
um, when you're talking to someone, it doesn't necessarily have to be you. You don't necessarily have to be loyal to that person. Yeah, I think I think that's a good way to look at it. You shouldn't be exclusive during that talking stage, which kind of like brings up the idea that the I guess the perfect way in my head to transition to relationship would be to be in the talking stage and then be in uh, dating, right? But you know, some people don't even do the talking stage, like they straight up just don't even talk that much. And they don't even know that person that much. And they go into dating. Or um, this is another thing where like, and this is more personal to me. But I feel like I put uh, and when I really actually want to pursue a serious relationship, I put a lot of emphasis on the talking thing. Um, even to the point where typically all the relationships that I've pursued seriously, they were my friends first, like, good friends. And so I feel like that says a little more about me. But it could also say a lot. Um, or, you know, people who are hearing this can relate to that um, about the talking stage and kind of even being scared of going into dating and um, jumping away from the talking thing. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, I think it was you, Angel, actually, that mentioned that at first, because I know like all my previous relationships have been kind of like we were never friends and we kind of just jumped into the whole like like talking and dating thing. And I feel like that's why the relationships haven't been as great because I feel like you need to know how to be friends with someone and like know that side of them before you can. I don't know. I mean, I guess like that's just like my opinion. I think it works better. And ever since you told me that, I think I've been trying to do that instead like be friends with someone first you know but I don't know how do you feel about it Paula I think I've made the mistake previous times where like I get into a relationship with someone and like I wasn't friends with them that long it's not like I didn't know the person it's just that I didn't know them that well and those relationships always ended up being the worst and they always ended up being toxic high freshman year but um that's I think no I'm just kidding (laughs) That's why nowadays I appreciate more when I'm friends with someone first and then we start talking in a more flirtatious manner and then we start dating. And I think um, I'm looking at that more now and I'm realizing more now, like as you guys mentioned, because I think that those are honestly the best types of relationships when you know the person and it just ends up like leading there on its own. And it does take time, but at the end of the day, like it's worth it because you did take your time. But how do you guys feel about people who say like things like love at first sight where it's just like an instant thing? Do you guys believe in that? I definitely agree with love at first sight. I think there's like those people that you meet and you instantly connect with. Like there's no awkward stage and there's no um, awkwardness, I guess. Uh, I think like with some people, like it just automatically happens. And I think that goes for platonic relationships as well. But yeah, what do you think, Angel? To that question, I don't think I actually don't don't believe in it. I think it's really cute and I think it's magical and I'm into that. I'm into that kind of stuff, you know? But I feel like once I really start to think about it, I don't actually believe it because well, first you have to define what love even is, which can be a kind of a complicated question in itself. But I feel like love can only form through very deep connections. And it just doesn't connect in my head that a deep connection would come um, at an instant. I feel like I feel like it definitely forms over time. And um, I do I do kind of see the love at first sight thing. Like it's happened to me 
in a way, but I wouldn't say it's love at first sight. I feel like my problem with that saying is the the use of the word love because that's that's like pretty intense. So I guess I'd just say like mm, like attraction at first sight or um, something cuter would be like a crush at first sight. But obviously that makes it a little less magical. Yeah, I definitely agree with Angel's um, perception of the word like love at first sight. But okay, so like you guys both mentioned that you guys have had something like that. Can you guys like go more into depth about what that was? Because I'm kind of interested to know. Like a love at first sight type of thing? Yeah. So maybe maybe I went too far saying that it's a love at first sight because I don't even believe in that, right? But the attraction at first sight. Um, and this this came through an experience where, well, I'm not going to say her name. So I guess we're making fake names. So um, her name's... Uh, her name's Stacy, right? So, so then this the Stacy girl, right? Like, um, there was an in, like a very intense, uh, physical attraction to her, and I think what happened is that like, I never even like truly even met her, and so what that kind of even led to, what that led to was this really weird situation where, where um, I don't know, it was just physical visual. It's not even physical. It's just visual attraction. But it was not. It was never an actual, uh, a deep connection between us because we never even. I never, you know, I never learned about like her, her secrets or her, you know, her, her dreams or what she wants to do with her life, which is like the important stuff that eventually leads us to a deep connection with someone. So maybe it's not love at first sight, but it was a, it was a sort of relationship in my head, um, where it was just always visually attractive to me, um, but never actually deep it's because like i i don't know if i'd call it love at first sight just because like i guess like the feelings i don't know if they're reciprocated or not but um it was kind of just like that thing where like you meet someone and i mean i don't know if you guys believe in like soulmates and like soul families and like twin flames and stuff like that which is something i do but i don't know if you guys don't but yeah it was kind of just like a like, I met you, and I felt, like, an instant connection to you, I guess. Like, physically and, like, emotionally, I guess. So, I guess that was, like, a love at first sight for me. But, I mean, right now, it's, like, pretty platonic. So, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Dude, I feel like, I don't know. For me, it's mainly been, like, well, see, that then that's not love at first sight. Because, like, I've had platonic friendships. Like, specifically one where, like, we just clicked automatically. But it, there was no, like physical attraction like I didn't want to date this person I didn't see him in a romantic manner and that's why I wouldn't like I don't necessarily believe in love at first sight because like Angel said I think it takes a lot more and I think it takes a deeper connection to consider it love okay well basically I'm about to bash on love at first sight I mean even the saying itself just doesn't really even make sense because I feel like I can sympathize with Katie's point about being spiritually spiritually connected to someone but even that requires some sort of form of like connection, like some sort of form of dialogue, I believe. Sight in itself, I mean, how are you gonna connect with someone with sight? Or maybe I'm thinking about it too, like analytically and like sight, actual visual sight, and Katie's thinking more about it in like a, like a feeling in the room when you're with them. But I think it's bullshit. I think it's cool though. It's like, a, it's like poetic in a way. Like I could tell, I could tell like my crush, like, oh dude, it's love at first sight. Like I liked you three days after I met you, but it wasn't like, I liked you the second I, I saw you. Okay, honestly, I, I agree with you because maybe it's just like one of those things that we kind of tell ourselves, 
to kind of like build like this fantasy and like build like this little idea of like love at first sight because you're right like I feel like you can't feel a connection with someone unless like there's some sort of dialogue like even if it's instant like connection there still needs to be like some sort of dialogue or else it's just like physical attraction where it's like you can feel with anyone so yeah and then I feel that whenever you meet someone and they may initially be attractive to you but then you have those friends that you like initially you like were not attracted to him whatsoever but once you got to know them they became attractive to you as time went on so I feel like that's why I also don't believe in love at first sight because I think feelings can change over time okay so let me ask you guys this when you're dating or talking to someone do looks matter and give me like the bold answer not like the answer like society wants you to say you know Yes, I think it does because um, the first thing we use to identify what we're experiencing is our sight. And so it's not everything, that's for sure. Um, I feel like in the long term, it's not even the most important thing, but it's the it's what initiates and it's what attracts us to even approach that person. Um, so I do think it's important, especially in the beginning, in the approaching part. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think that looks do play a role in who you're dating or who you choose to talk to um simply because like it's just what you're attracted to and it's different for everyone but it is something that plays a role and like angels it's probably not going to be the most important thing because there can be someone that's really good looking to you but they have no personality or they just like can't carry a conversation and then the you're automatically turned off by that so yeah, I definitely think looks do play a role in it, but it's not just super important. How about you, Katie? Um, I would say that I feel like when people ask you that question, it's like you automatically feel, feel inclined to be like, no, it doesn't matter or stuff like that. But in reality, deep down, like we all know it does, you know, um, to, to a certain extent, I guess you could say, um, I don't know, I feel like there needs to kind of be some sort of physical attraction in order for things to go deeper, you know, which sucks, but it's it's the reality, you know? So, yeah, I think we need to be a little bit more honest with these things rather than just say, like, looks don't matter to us because clearly, like, to some extent they do. And do you guys think that, like, the whole, like, looks matter thing... Um, changes when when you're like for example on instagram and you like text someone because they're not truly portraying like what they really look like in person they're portraying i guess their highlight reel so do you think that that affects the initial attraction and do you think that it will change when you see that person like in face to face i mean yeah that there you're kind of you're kind of heading into like the whole social media thing and how we use it as a highlight reel of our life um, which can be a problem for dating because when we meet people and there are possible candidates for dating, you're kind of like doing a little checklist or analyzing like, oh, they're pretty cool. They're funny. They're smart. I like this. I like that. So I could date them. But um, social media is interesting because I think one thing that you can kind of see is that things like Instagram specifically, are, it's like a dating app. And the best way I can put it was this one interaction I had with a friend, a female friend, like a, like a while ago, I want to say like two years ago. And um, she was looking at a picture of this girl who uh, was showing off, you know, a, a picture of her body, which is typical. 
And she said to me, she's just showing off the goods. And I was like, bro, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, like people, you just got to show off the goods, what you have, and then people will hit you up. Um, which kind of goes to show how the whole romance thing goes on in Instagram. I think to a great extent, it's just visual. Um, and you, it can probably show when you meet someone on Instagram or uh, any social media, and then you meet them in real life, and it's just a completely different thing. And it could also go like almost negatively. It's something that's happened to me. I feel like this is a little personal, but in the in the the small amount of times that I've tried to hit up a girl, like that shit's mad corny because like I just don't know how to do that. Shit. But like I know I'm cool as shit, and like I could definitely like talk about anything, but. I just can't do the, the the internet romance thing. Like I have to know them before. And for me, like a huge thing about when flirting with someone is just the way I talk, like the way I look at them, the very physical ways I move. And so on social media, it doesn't happen. So like that's just mad corny. So it doesn't work for me. I don't have that many experiences with like romance on Instagram. Well, I feel like, I don't know. I think it's very hard to have a conversation with someone through messages. Um, but, like, most of the guys that I used to talk to, like, I would talk to them through Instagram. And it would be, like, so boring. <laughs> because the initial thing they would say is, like, they would swipe up on a story because that's, like, the easiest thing to do. And they would compliment me or whatever. And then, like, we would start a conversation from there. But, it like, the conversation never flowed into something that I genuinely cared about. And that's, I think, Instagram, using it as kind of, like, a dating site in a way is not such a good idea. But I feel like nowadays it's also really hard to meet someone in public because we're so used to, I guess, like meeting people through social media. And yeah, that's why I think it's hard to not, I guess, meet people online personally. But it's also like most of the relationships that you make online, for me, don't really last or not really as interesting as at hope. Uh, so I definitely agree with everything you guys said, but think about it. Um... When was the last time a girl or a boy actually went up to you in person and were like, let me get your number or or they ask, let me get your Instagram? Because like, as Angel said, it's pretty much like an online dating app. And it's interesting to see because I feel like the majority of people post like pictures of themselves or their body or whatever, like for I'm not saying everyone, but some people for like the purpose of getting people to slide up. You know, I feel like that's like the whole purpose of uh, kind of like the whole social media thing to get people to slide up, to get like engagements, whatever. But yeah, I feel like it's it's definitely been like a harmful thing, too, because like the connection that you can form on on social media versus the connection that you form in real life can be like really different you know even like the looks of a person or their personality like I know I've had so many experiences where I'll meet someone on social media and then we'll hang out and like we have nothing to talk about or it's like super awkward but on text like they were a completely different person you know so I don't know if you guys have had that experience I think it sucks though that we just don't meet people in person anymore because I guess like other generations like older than us did get that experience and I feel like that's something that um, I think most of us can say that we'd hope for to meet someone in person and have that like traditional I guess love story in a way. I don't know if you guys feel that way too but um, I know for example like dating is very different between generations so an example of this is how the word dating 
and to millennials means like the talk what the talking stage is for us so to them it's like literally going on dates and like getting to know a person um well for us dating is like actually being in a relationship so have you guys like seen that like difference and what do you think are the difference between generations in regards to dating and talking well i think um i think it's really interesting that we we like to say talking these days more or like to be in that stage more and i feel like if it could be like a like a very wide cultural thing where we're afraid of commitment, um, which would be kind of a scary and interesting thing to say. But there's definitely differences between generations. And probably the biggest one, which we're already kind of talking about, is internet and social media. Um, these were things that obviously didn't exist back then. And so if you were to meet someone, you had to meet them in person. And also, I don't know why, but I feel like back then at least when i talked to the older generation which really would be my grandparents and my parents i asked like uh how did you guys meet and it's a lot of well we work together or um you know friend of a friend but maybe maybe it is that way with us maybe we're talking a lot about social media and relationships we we make that way and there probably are way more relationships these days that are done through the internet than in the beginning of the internet or obviously before the internet. But I think we're talking a lot about, it's gonna sound bad, but like pointless relationships. You know, they're just, they're, they're, they're flings. They don't, I don't think you're really gonna meet someone on social media or the chances are very low of meeting someone on social media and actually becoming a super good relationship. So maybe, just maybe, like there's actually not that big of a difference between us um, and the older generation. Maybe our actual real life, uh, not real life, our long-term relationships will will meet in a very traditional way. It won't be that different. But um, I feel like I didn't really answer the talking and uh, dating thing, but um, I do think, don't we, doesn't our generation get married at an older age and we have less kids? Yeah. So that could be a, a form of showing that we're less determined to those sort of traditional love values and family values oh that could also be another thing like back then love relationships had to go to marriage or kids or maybe more people thought of it that way and to us it's more like oh well we don't have to have kids or um we don't have to get married so slowly we've we've pushed away the the relationship term and we're more into the talking thing yeah, like, I remember um, in Spanish, we had to read this article, and I was talking about how um, women get, like, married less or have less kids just because they're more, more focused on career, and I think that's, like, so true nowadays because I think that's one of the ways that it has changed, and also I think I've always kind of wanted to chase that idea of meeting someone in person, but I know the idea of, like, getting, like, dating to marry, to me, like, sounds so scary, and, like, I would never want to do that. And I think that's becoming an idea that's less and less popular nowadays. Um, do you guys believe in the idea of, like, dating to marry or no? Well, going back to, like, the whole, like, um, generation thing that you had said, I think it's, like, really interesting how the definition of kind of, like, love and dating and relationships ha has kind of changed over time. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see, like, how it changes in the future and stuff like that. But in regards to dating to marry i feel like now uh i don't know why but like for some reason i feel like that's still 
is something that's very common or even more present in our generation because I know like my mom or like my grandma or anyone from like an older generation that I talk to they talk about their teens like oh yeah like I had this many flings with like this many guys like at the same time kind of like like I was going to like dances every weekend with like a different like not in like a whole way but kind of people weren't getting into committed relationships at such a young age and I feel like that's very present in our generation like people are like I see so many people on Twitter or like retweeting and they're like if you're not dating me to marry me like don't hit me up and they're like 16 and I'm like like girl like come on you know um and I feel like that's something that wasn't as present in the older generations I guess but I don't know how do you guys feel about that honestly I kind of have to disagree with that I think dating to marry isn't as I guess prevalent nowadays just because I think that nowadays um flings are a little bit more of a thing I don't think people take relationships that serious seriously nowadays as we talked about a lot of people get in relationships because they meet someone on social media and that's why I think it's just not that serious anymore I rarely meet people that say that they want to date to marry but I don't know that's just from my like point of view and yeah but I don't know if you guys have seen like um a lot of people that say that they want to date to marry but I kind of understand that idea because it's like why would you want to date someone if you're not looking for it to be serious but I don't think that's a like a, a mindset that a lot of people in our generation have I've only heard the argument that to marry or date me only if you want to marry me from two people and maybe they had specific characteristics that can tell me a little more about who is saying this and one of them was this girl that I had a, a you know like a serious thing and I never felt the pressure of like hey we're gonna have to get married but never straight up like that but I feel like it was there because so I'm not a Christian um I'm not really associated with like any religion I don't go to church I don't I don't pray I don't do any of this or that and and this chick she she's pretty religious and so eventually at the end of the path of the relationship is, hey, we might get married. You would have to be a Christian. So we get married through the church. It wasn't explicitly that that she said, but it was kind of like, I remember one day she was like, hey, um, you, she never said you have to be a Christian, but she was like, this is, this is something that's, you know, important to me. And obviously, I mean, like I was, I was real deep into it. Like I was, you know, not in love, but I was, I was feeling a lot of things. So I was like, Oh yeah, do you write on? I'll read the Bible. I'll go to church, um, and so I kind of felt that argument of you know, you have to be this way because this is how we would get married. So you have to be this way if you want to date. Basically, only date me if you want to marry me. Uh, she's a she's a girl that's you know all of her relationships have been pretty serious, but then the other person that I've heard that argument from is actually like um, conservatives. They're very opposed to just around and relationships that are very open and I remember in this in this propaganda video she's all like you know only date me if you want to marry me but it's obviously because like conservative values involve marriage and the nuclear family yeah I don't know for me I remember this guy dated my freshman year of high school we'll call him Ron basically like we had we hadn't been dating for that long we've been dating for like a few months and then he started talking about like marriage and I guess it's just because we were like, you know, like younger. 
um that th- that idea seemed like a little bit more like like so far away that it didn't really matter but that person seemed to think of it as something really serious and like I always felt really bad at the time because I never wanted it to be serious like I just know that when I like for example when I go to college like if I'm dating someone like I will break up with them and leave like like that's just me I don't know but just because I just don't want anything serious and that person Ron saying something like that kind of freaked me out and then he started talking about kids and stuff and to some girls like I would talk to my friends about it and they would say like oh like I would love that like I like I want I have a list of baby names and all this stuff and I was like dude like you're 14 like please calm down um but I don't know like how do you feel about that Katie? Dude, see, like, that's kind of what I mean. Like, it's a very persistent conversation that you have with, like, pretty much everyone you're having, you're in a relationship with, you know? Like, um, I know with my ex as well, like, that happened. Like, we were talking, I mean, we were dating, and they brought up marriage and, like, kids and stuff. And I was like, dude, like, first of all, like, I'm leaving for college. Like, Like, you know, it's just, like, a very unrealistic thing for me. But it's kind of like an emphasis on like that conversation gets brought up a lot, you know, and like it's weird how we bring it up at like such a young age, which like I guess like older generations did that, too, because they got married at like such a young age. But I feel like they didn't really like talk about it as much. But for us, it's like, oh, we've been dating for one month and you're like, I want to marry you, you know, and it's like, what the like? I mean, I was just gonna say, I don't think that mentality is serious. So, like, I don't think they genuinely feel that way. Yeah, I don't think they genuinely feel that way either. And it just, like, goes back to, like, how our generation kind of says a lot of things that we don't mean, like, just to say it or, like, just to please the other person. Like, you said how some of your friends were like, oh my gosh, like, I wish, like, um, my boyfriend would say that to me or whatever. And I feel like it's like, we say a lot of things like to really like please someone I guess like I don't know if someone has ever said like I love you to you guys and you guys kind of felt like inclined to say it because the other person is saying it but how many times do we actually say what we mean or like just because as Angel said like just because like we feel like we have to or because like we're so like in love with like so many feelings I was I was actually going to mention the the I love you part because it's a good point that people say that kind of stuff to please the other person but I feel like it's more of a it's like a it's fetishized and not in like a like a sexual way it's just fetishized um because that's just you know we're we're teenagers right like we we love the idea of love we we want to be in relationships we want to do this and we want to do that and so when you're in a relationship, like, it's almost like, take it back when you were a child, like when you would put um, your your crush's last name in front of yours. Like, it's it's such an innocent thing, but it felt good because it's fetishizing the idea of marriage and being something new. And so I feel like we might talk about names for children and being married because it, we, we fetishize it. We think like, dude, this girl's so cute or this guy's just, this guy is so cute. He's so cool. Imagine we were married. Or, oh my God, if we had babies, because it's just like, it's just like such a long standing idea that marriage and kids means love, you know, that's, it's, it's that unit thing. And that, that I feel like I've experienced, I don't want children, like, I've never told a girl like, yo, let's have children or 
even fetishize it like hell no but i have fetishized the the saying i love you thing because it just feels good even if you don't really love them it just feels good to feel like you're in love and i bet it feels good to think your relationship could head into marriage or children like people do it like and if you want to do it that's cool but i feel like it's more talk than than uh real emotions dude yeah i completely agree with that what the heck i feel like because we're teenagers and we're so obsessed with the idea of love falling in love um we do fetishize a lot of things which i mean it's sometimes like a good thing you know it's like something my mom always tells me like she'll be like oh yeah you should get a boyfriend or something like just for that little illusion you know and like i feel like that's something like we chase a lot as teenagers so it was pretty interesting that you mentioned that dude it goes back to this book that we had to read for class their eyes were watching god it's such a good book but um basically it was this girl Janie, and she was like chasing after love her whole life and she went after bad relation after bad relationship just chasing that like feeling and when she finally found that person that made her feel like the best he like would hit her and she would just take it because she was so in love with the idea of him and like all the other like pretty things he would say to her that kind of ignored all those things and I think that just goes to show that we really kind of chase that idea and it's something that we really look forward to uh, especially at our age and now that we've talked about how like the difference between dating and talking and different generations do you think do you guys think that there is a difference between um like different cultures and in, in the sense of like dating and talking in different cultures so i would definitely say that um dating slash talking does vary between cultures because i've had an experience talking to someone who came from brazil and not really talking but like an encounter i guess with someone that came from Germany so I from that experience I would definitely say that it is different especially like in the way we say things and the way we do things I in my opinion I think Americans are very um I guess reserved and to themselves and we find a lot of things cringy like um the bait for the thing that I noticed was like something that these guys from another country would say i'd be like oh my god this is so cringy and then they'd be like well this is like the bare minimum because americans are so reserved like um the dude from brazil told me that um he noticed when he came to the united states that um he wasn't as close to people as he was to people over there and i think that's something really interesting to know but i think that it definitely does have an impact um, well, I've never met or had anything with a person from Brazil or Germany, but something that would kind of tie back to the marriage thing that I was talking about and tie it to the cultural thing is um, how different cultures manage love and especially marriage and the idea of monogamy and polygamy. So here we're obviously all about monogamy or the moral thing is to only have relationships with one person. Um, and not cheat on the uh, on them right but you know there's you know regions around the world where men have a multiple amount of women uh, of um, wives I mean sorry Um, and the opposite in some other regions where women have several partners that are males Um, and that's obviously a cultural thing 
and it's interesting but i've always said like to my friends that i've talked to it's like i couldn't because i'm just like i'm too integrated into the idea of uh of what loyalty is in love and i just get jealous like if i'm being honest so i don't think i would be but i'm open towards it and you know who knows maybe in maybe in like 30 years 30 years i'll be with like two brazilian chicks so what do i know um and as to what katie was saying about americans being reserved like dude i totally think americans have problems but like i mean it's just like a cultural thing where you know what, what we see over there is really weird and what they see over here is really weird um i don't really necessarily think there's a superior one well i guess like the one thing would be like for example like you said the language um also other things like we talked about americans being more reserved and i think that that's something that really affects um the way that dating is seen for example I know, like, if I have, like, a guy friend and I go out with a guy friend to, like, I don't know, like, to go out to eat or something, everyone will assume that I'm dating that person just because, like, we're hanging out together. And I think that's something that really only happens in a... Well, I can't really speak for it, but personally, from what I've seen, it's something that really happens a lot in America where you can have a guy friend, but it it's automatically assumed that because you're a guy and a girl, you're dating or you're talking or you're you have some sort of romantic affiliation the culture that like i've seen here it's just for fun like you're with someone like just to have fun like just to um if like they don't party or if they don't drink or smoke like they're boring like no one wants to sit down and have like a, a deep and real conversation well most people and i guess like that's kind of like the dating culture that i've seen which is why like i steer away from it or either like people jump into things really quickly because like it doesn't mean anything at least that's what i've noticed and from my experience i think it's just a youthful thing i think it's just a mainstream thing in the united states and i might even go as far as to say that globally in many spaces like maybe even in the uk um but i see where you're coming from definitely yeah and another i guess like youthful thing that I've seen is that the main topic of conversation most times like for example in high school it's like who are you talking to who are you dating like what boy do you like it's very um I guess commonly talked about um like I know like my friend group like it's it used to be one of the things that we mainly discussed and I have a friend that just like isn't really into that whole like dating thing and I know she would get kind of frustrated when people constantly bugged her about it because they like kind of force her to um, kind of lie about these things just so that she would look, I guess, quote unquote normal to other people because <clears throat> they constantly push her to have her talk about like wanting to date someone, things like that. Have you guys ever experienced that? Well, since I'm the male perspective here, I think I kind of I kind of want to go into this this idea of what it means to be in a relationship for a man, you know, and, and hitting girls up and this or that. And I mean, there's definitely a pressure, which is something that I really, really want to talk about is like masculinity in love and the pressure to be in a relationship. And I never felt pressured by the word, but I felt it in the in the room, this idea of like, I've been in these relationships and this and that. Um, there is definitely a pressure, at least from from, you know, from the masculine sense, I feel like there is. Um, it's a really ugly idea. 
but like you know having hose which i don't think it's exactly a masculine thing like i'm sure you guys maybe even feel that pressure too of like yeah, like it feels good to have hose and that's why i think it's more like a youthful thing where it's like yeah like i get i get bitches or like you know all these guys hit me up and shit right there is a pressure now a pressure to be in a relationship i've never felt a pressure from my family or honestly not not much of a relationship thing but just a pressure to 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 talk to girls to be liked by girls which is kind of a weird thing like i never felt the pressure to be in a relationship but i did feel the pressure to have things with girls which maybe that says more about my friend group so i would definitely say that i've felt all those pressures that you've mentioned like oh well like every other like girl does this or like oh like you're weird for like not wanting to do this or like you know i so i did feel like a lot of pressure for like in that sense um i also feel like i do feel like pressure to kind of be in a relationship like not only for my friends but from my family i guess like i've mentioned my mom's always like well when i was your age i had like four boyfriends so like why are you single like don't be boring like go out with some dudes like stuff like that you know and so in that sense like I kind of feel the pressure and like I feel the pressure that you mentioned also Angel about having hoes because like in a weird way like that kind of like puts you like higher in like the social hierarchy which is messed up but it's true and it's like interesting to see it's like the more hoes someone has like the more value they have and that's like such a weird thing that I don't agree with but it's just like how the social hierarchy works you know well I wouldn't say it's, like, how, like, I guess, valuable you are, like, the social hierarchy, but... You're validated. Yeah, Mm, like, I've talked about this with you, Angel, actually, but I think it was you that told me that, like, it's, like, odd how, like, we, people have, like, value and stuff like that, and how it's, like, determined by, like, a lot of, like, these factors, like, having hoes, like, what you, like, post on your social media and stuff like that. Yeah, and that was, like, one of the reasons why I liked talking to so many people at once before, because it made me feel, like, like I guess, um, validated in a way, and I guess it was kind of, like, a confidence booster, and just, like, a way to, I guess, like, brag about things in a very, like, weird manner, but I think that, like, finally realizing that, that those things, like, don't matter, and those, um, like, like, talking to so many people at once with no intention of anything or just to flirt it's not wrong but personally for me like it wasn't getting me anywhere and it didn't make me feel any better about myself after like that initial like well like I'm talking to all of these guys so that's why I guess like it took me a while to realize that I didn't have to fall into that pressure and yeah so it's really interesting that you mentioned that actually because I've talked to a lot of friends that you know have had their phases and they always end up telling me they're like I always feel so shitty afterwards and sure it's fun but it's it has like no meaning and it doesn't feel as good as it would if like you had a connection to that person you know so like I think it's like interesting how our generation kind of praises like this whole idea of like having a lot of clothes and like having a lot of people but deep down like our generation knows that that doesn't make us feel like any more validated and that doesn't bring us up more that actually makes us feel worse eventually that's boring it's not that cool 
feel like it's cool at first. The chase is cool. Even that's another thing. Like when it comes to relationships and kind of heading heading into that direction, not in a very serious way. Definitely not into the marriage pathway. But the chase is the fun part. Um, and when you actually get it, maybe it's actually not that cool when you don't actually have a deep relate uh, a deep connection with that person, which is kind of sad. But I kind of accept it for what it is. I mean, the chase it is what it is, and I mean, life in itself is kind of like a whole chase, so I'm cool with it. Um, but that's a good point about like having relationships and talking to multiple people and being validated in that aspect and then feeling really shitty after. Um, so, Angel, going back to what you had mentioned about masculinity, how do you think that's impacted your dating slash talking life? Um, well... I think I already mentioned the whole idea of the the pressure of having to be talking to several people and doing this or that, which we kind of concluded that it's not just a, a male thing. You know, it's it goes for everyone, including you guys. And so definitely that's out of the list. But I what you know, when you think about what is specific to to men and, and being pressured to do something, um I feel like even in a subconscious way, we're kind of pressured to, to be really masculine, um, which can lead to actually some pretty toxic things, which is obviously toxic masculinity. Um, and it's this whole idea of like, oh, there's feminine characteristics and then like masculine characteristics. And it's kind of weird because these days we see those things being broken down with obviously like the, the, the whole movement, like the LGBT q plus movement but that's 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 more so about gender but like when it comes to these these feminine and masculine uh characteristics being mixed into something like femboys it's really really interesting um and some people see it as like very negative like i've heard arguments against it where men are like oh they're trying to feminize our um our male youth um I'm for it. I think it's cool. I'm definitely, I wouldn't consider myself a fanboy, but I would say, you know, sometimes I, I may take some feminine characteristics, but I mean, that just kind of brings the whole debate about, are these things good? Like, are these social constructions of female, a female and, and male good for us? Um, which even if you're woke about it, I feel like it's really, really, really hard to go against them. Um, because I've always felt it's really ugly. I feel like it is. But um, I remember when I kind of started talking to girls more and then I was kind of like, bro, how do I do this? And then guys were like, older guys, older friends were, hey, you just got to be confident, bro. But I feel like that confident aspect often gets confused with being too com uh, too dominant um, in a way that can actually be a little toxic, especially when you the way you think and talk about girls with guys. And I've always felt this pressure that it might be bullshit, and you guys can confirm this or deny it, but that for girls like dominant guys, like the, the there's an argument that it's like a biological thing. I don't think it is. I think it's all social construction, but I think it's really hard to go against it. Like we're all raised with these beliefs of like, you know, dominant good, you know, girls like dominant guys, obviously not all of them, but it, it sounds bullshit. I know, but I've te I, like I've like I've like kind of tested it. I'm like, yo, this works. Like it's bullshit. 
but that's just the society we live in. Like, that's just the social construction. It's not natural. But hey, like, I kind of adopted it. And I kind of don't like that about myself. Like, I'm like, yeah, I got to be dominant. And sometimes it goes too far. Is that true? Confirm it. Well, yeah, I personally prefer dominant guys. But I don't know why it is. I guess like what you said makes a lot of sense about it being like social construction and how um, it's just like, like something that we're nowadays used to the guy being a lot more dominant. But I really like, I guess, the um, the the femboy movement in the sense that guys are kind of being more, I guess, confident about like their femininity, because I don't think there's anything wrong with that. <clears throat> Um, but do you guys think, like, for example, Kitty, like, are you more into, like, guys that are more feminine? Or do you like a more, I guess, like, masculine guy? So I definitely agree with all of Angel's arguments. I think society has kind of put these ideals into us that um, dominance in a male is something attractive. You know, like, it all, it all goes back to um, how girls like the bad boys rather than like the good and sweet boys and like it's interesting because I think like that's also like a fetish that's been like uh engraved into girls minds since like such a young age so I guess like you could consider that a social construct but in my opinions I feel like there has to be a balance because I like all that feminine um like movement I hate toxic masculinity like I don't like guys who are very, like, um, like, who are, like, oh, yeah, like, no, I don't want to dress like that because it looks girly, or, yeah, no, like, don't try to do my makeup because that's gay, or, you know, that are very, like, this is gonna make me look gay, like, I hate that culture, so I guess, like, for me, it'd be more, I like more of, like, a feminine and, like, soft guy, in my opinion. But I don't think, like, for example, um, if a guy says he doesn't want his makeup done, I think that's perfectly fine. It's just that they're kind of like deme- demeaning it and making it seem like it's like something gross and that a guy shouldn't be able to do it. And I'm definitely not like attracted to guys like that, but I am more attracted to guys that are more, I guess, a little bit more masculine. No, yeah, like there's nothing wrong with that. Like that's like completely respectable, but I'm talking about the dudes that are like, I don't want to do this because it'll make me look gay or I don't want to say this because you know like boys like that that's like kind of like a dominant thing that I don't like but I don't know if you guys think that that kind of plays a role in like dating and relationships how would you guys say that age plays a role in dating and talking so I think the age thing is something that is talked about for the rest of our lives, even when we're really old. But for people our age, it's always the talk about the over 18 and below 18 line, right? The legality of it. How do you feel about that? Like the whole over 18, under 18? Because we're 18. So how would you feel talking to a 17-year-old? Um... Okay, well, I'm not going to try to talk for other men because I'm just going to say what I think, right? So if you're to look at my track record, which probably says something about me, um, I've never really liked younger girls. It's always been older girls, same age. Like, I haven't gone too far. I don't feel like I'm I'm the best male perspective on these, like, very 
extreme ranges for AIDS. Like I'm talking a year, two and difference, but you know, I have turned 18. And so I'm like in like a very interesting position for people our age about, you know, involving myself in, in relationships of those who are younger than me. Well, I think um, as for dating someone that's like way older than you, especially if you're like in high school, so you're under the age of 18, I think you're at such different stages. I'm not saying like 17 to 18, because that's like pretty close in age, but something like, I don't know, you're 15 and the other person's like 19-ish. I think that's, you're just at two different stages of your life. At 15, you're still trying to like figure yourself out. You're still like, kind of like testing the waters in regards to dating and things like that. Um, Whereas like once you're already older, it's just a lot different and you've gone through just different experiences, which is why I think it's just a very, I guess, weird thing to me to see someone in high school dating someone that's like already in college, unless they're like 17 to 18. Um, But yeah, I don't know. How do you feel about that, Katie? So for me, I feel like age isn't as big of a deal as I guess like other people see it. For me, I think it's kind of like a social construct that we've created that's made like a stigma around people who do choose to old to date older than them. Like for example, if you see a senior dating like a a sophomore in college you automatically judge them kind of like you're like whoa like that's that's pretty crazy you know but I feel like it shouldn't be like that like um I don't know for me I guess it's just like not as big of a deal as like a lot of other people make it because for me like the way I see it is like some people argue that um they want to move out of like a city because they're not gonna find like their soulmate and like the city they grew up in or that they make the argument that there's a whole other world of people like why are you kind of like limiting yourself to like one place and like I feel like it's like the same thing for age it's like like um imagine like the like amount of incredible people you could meet if you kind of like took away that stigma that society has kind of like put in your head and you're really only limiting to limiting yourself to a certain age group I'm like very like spiritual in the sense that I believe a lot in like um you know like soulmates and stuff like that and I just feel like um what are the odds that the universe put like your soulmate at like the same age group as you you know like it's like kind of closing yourself off in a way so for me it's like not that much of a big deal but it is for other people and like I respect that I don't know I think a freshman just because they're so much more impressionable to a senior that may or may not be manipulating them I think that definitely if that person's meant to be for you then it'll happen later on in life it doesn't have to be so fast in that sense and I think that like once for example like once you're over the age of 18 I think it's just different because um, you're just maturing, like you're more mature at that age. Whereas as as a 14 year old dating um, a 17 or 18 year old, like it might not look like that big of an age difference when you're like in your 20s, but it is when you're in high school and when you're so impressionable to um, what this other older person might say or what they could do to manipulate you and such. 
which is why I think of age as a big deal when you're younger. But once you're older, I don't think it matters as much. It just depends on like, because nobody grows at the same rate, but um, just depends on like, I guess, like your one, your preference and two, who you connect with. But I think I like oppose what Katie said in a way, because I don't think that um, a freshman should be dating a senior just because, like I said, you just had different like stages of your life and um if it's like I said if it's meant to be it'll happen at some point or another and like personally I tend to like guys are like like I'm mostly you're older than me and I guess that may like shape the views that I have on it um like I wouldn't be opposed to dating someone that's a little bit more older than me if I was of age but like currently like I can't say that I would want that or like like that if that makes sense well uh no well, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, no, that. Okay. I have to defend no, my argument no, no. <laughs> i have to defend I'm my argument guest. i'm like biden I'm i have guest. to reply i'm the guest let me just say let me just say something really quick <laughs> okay so um i definitely see where you're coming from but i guess the way i see it i don't think um like maturity necessarily like has an age like I definitely have like seen instances where that happens where like a freshman will get manipulated by a senior but um like for me I personally don't really get along with guys my age just because um I'm just like a lot more mature than like the boys my age (laughs) and like that's like not a like that's you know like for me that's just like my case and like I know that's not the case for everyone but like that's just like what I think I don't think like maturity is based on your age and I don't think like connections should be based on your age either like obviously there's like those connections that are like bad and and, like they're just trying to use you but if like you really connect with someone and like you there's like just like this like amazing energy with someone like why should you hold yourself back to kind of be with them just the because <laughs> well, well, that, it doesn't mean you have to have sex though like like it's I don't know like for example like if you're 17 and like you're talking to someone that's 19 I feel like that's not a big age difference but the law says that it's illegal and like I for me like I don't think like that's like a big deal but I don't know it's just me but I think well it's because I think maturity does in a way have to do with age when you're younger like i'm not saying for example if you're 17 to 19 that's you're a little bit older but i'm saying like if you're 14 someone's like about to be 18 like you might not want to do that at that time maybe like once you're a little bit older it'll just it'll be there if it's meant to be um yeah yeah i mean i guess the big idea here is that i I kind of i gotta side with paola but I don't know this idea that it's interesting because five years in our teenagers, it's a huge difference compared to when you're older, like 50 to 55, who cares? 15 to 20, mm-hmm. that's a big significance. I mean, we're just, we're at a stage where we're developing really, really fast. And I mean, that's kind of why we think the way we do, why we're talking about all these things. I mean, we're just... We're just hella emotional. We're developing day by day. It's just crazy out here. And um, age is important. That, that, that's probably been the, 
the topic we've been the most separated on. Yeah. Okay, just to close things off, what's something that you guys look for? How do you guys know that you're ready to date someone? Personally, I think what allows me to be like, okay, I'm going to get in this relationship, um, which we already defined, it's when you mutually sort of accept each other for um, as a relationship. And personally, I feel like it's it's a process of checking myself and being 100% honest and be like, okay, Angel, do you actually like her? And what do you like her for? And, you know, it's, it's different in every situation, but I feel like in general, just to keep it short, what I'm aiming for is just, you know, a true connection, which can come um, in a similarity in how we view life um, and life goals. Um, characteristics that I really enjoy day to day, like things like things like being really funny. I think that helps day to day. Um, being understanding, um, and yeah. So I guess like for me, I I know that I'm ready to date someone. Kind of when I guess we form like a deep connection already. Like I don't want to form a deep connection with someone when we're already dating. But I guess, like, for me, it'd be, like, again, a f- uh, emotional connection as well as, like, a physical connection and just someone that I, I like, generally like to spend time with that I can, like, laugh with and not fake it. And having things in common, you know, like, same music taste, like, similar humor, like, stuff like that. So, I don't know. I guess, like, once I get to know someone on a more personal level, I guess, like, that's when I'd say I'd be ready to date them. Yeah, I agree with all the things that you guys mentioned. And I guess for me, it would also be just being able to have, I guess, really good communication with that person and be able to be completely comfortable around them because I think that's something that I really um, prioritize and also, obviously, the feelings have to already be there. It has to... I Personally, I would like an overwhelming feeling of like, yes, I really like this person because I wouldn't want to go into a relationship being unsure of myself or being unsure of how much I like that person. But yeah, this was today's podcast. Thank you guys for listening. And remember to listen to Around Your Finger by Vermillion Bay.